alive, a little beaten down because <laughs> for some reason, even though Allie is in Nashville and I'm in Honolulu, Hawaii, we are both ill. Like, what is that? It's that sister connection, I guess. Who knows? We're I don't know. Interviewing on, I'm like, hey, <coughs> so tell me about. <laughs> um, let me just paint the picture. I'm currently in bed in a sweatsuit with my laptop propped up on a pillow covered in a circle of Kleenexes. So that's really cool. <laughs> I literally can picture you because you're such a Kleenex person when you're sick. I feel like you like use I, I don't even own Kleenex. I just get tissues from the bathroom. And you always well, have our, like, our toilet paper situation right now is bleak. We're using prison toilet paper. <laughs> it's not great. So I had to go buy some puffs and what do you mean a, a Kleenex person? I love <laughs> like, using Kleenex. Do you want your nose to be all red? I don't know. I was just blowing my nose with the paper towel. Oh my god! <laughs> I just never have Kleenex. I guess no. When I'm sick, I like fully commit to being sick. I fully commit to the Kleenex. I fully commit to. Yeah. I have three different ice creams in my freezer right now, and thankfully, um, the Bridgerton season two. Oh my gosh! I'm so excited. Bridgerton season two just came out today, so, I'm so perfect timing. Yeah, I'm so excited. I have to work today, but I was sick. <sighs> There it is. I was okay. <laughs> I was sick on Monday. I started to feel bad. And then I woke up on Tuesday and I was so ill. Like my tonsils were like grown together. I woke up, I was like, <gasps> I couldn't breathe. And then I got medicine, was feeling better. And then last night, I'm like, not proud to say it, but I did go out. And oh I think God. it set me back a bit. I mean, I, re- I didn't this like heavily. Problem. You don't. Yeah. What happened to learning how to rest? Like that? Weren't you just talking about that? Like last Emphasis week or two on learning. Ago? Learning. I'm still learning. I'm a student. But yeah, my take the picture for you. I'm like laid up in my pajamas. I'm drinking an emergency out of a straw that has an umbrella on it. And yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah, so. so wait. So what's something that you do when you're sick that makes you feel better? Um. Probably. Probably when I. <laughs> Um, take a bath and then I cover myself in the Johnson Johnson <laughs> purple baby lotion. It's literally for infants, but I posted about it on Instagram like a while ago and then just the other day and I posted something like, oh my gosh, this always makes me feel so much better when I like having anxiety because it's like the smell is just so calming, like for like obviously babies. And this girl replied, who's an ER nurse and was like, this is actually proven. Like we keep this in all the nurses stations because like it's proven to reduce anxiety and like make people feel better because you're like associated with being like really comfortable because it smells like a baby Mm -hmm. so I just like lather myself in that take a bath get really clean it's weird though because the other day like I couldn't rest and be sick until my room was clean so I was like vacuuming and like wiping the counters to like lay in the bed but it had to be clean well you want to be surrounded by like a good environment I think for me I just let myself I never buy ice cream I buy a halo top and I'm trying multiple flavors right now, and that's the thing that makes me feel better. Yeah. And I also love a bath. I love a bath and, like, just, like, a night and watching shows that I normally don't sit around and watch shows. So that's why I think I lean in fully to being sick. Yeah, definitely. I, like, am the worst sick person, though, because, like, I had a full – I took Tuesday off of work to be sick, and I was, like, laying in bed. But I was doing, like, a million things in bed, like, you know, I got to do this. I got to do this. So – I think tonight I'm going to have a, just a rest night because I really do want to watch Bridgerton. 
And I was trying to find a show to watch while I was sick the other day, and I couldn't find anything to get into. But yeah. I know that I love Bridgerton. I was struggling with that last night, so I just popped some NyQuil and went to sleep. Yeah. Um, okay, so I guess like our collective lows of the week is probably <laughs> being sick. Yeah. Um, but what was your high of the week? Um, my high of the week was probably Wednesday night. I had Wendover for dinner, and I actually cooked a meal out of a cookbook. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah, we made dinner and then we hung out and it was just a really good time together. He lives so close by, so we try to get together for dinner like once a week. But yeah, it was it was really great. That's sweet. And Very um awesome. got back from West Palm on Tuesday and that was such a high. It was just such a great trip. Laying on the beach is always fun. Um You and your boyfriend? Your boyfriend um, that you have? Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. My boyfriend that I have. Allie has a boyfriend. I'm I do. hearing it here first because I heard it from a third party. <laughs> I heard it from a third party. I didn't hear it from the, the woman herself. And then I immediately texted everyone that I knew. <laughs> I was texting mom like, Allie has a boyfriend. Confirmed. She was like, oh, my heavens, call me when you get a chance. Oh, my. What did she say when you called her? She was like, how do you know this? And I was like, blank told me. I won't reveal Libby. It. it was Libby. I know it was Libby. <laughs> it, it may have been. It may have not been. I don't know. It, it, it could only be Libby. Yeah, she did. Well, that's, like, hard because I see Libby, like, every day, and I it's hard I to talk to you because of the – Libby, um, Libby calls me. I'm on the way to the gym. She's like, isn't it so crazy? Allie has a boyfriend. I was like, what? <laughs> what would you say? She's like, oh, yeah, Allie has a boyfriend. I've kind of told everyone at the home edit. And I guess I'm telling you, so don't tell her. I was like, great. I'm Thanks, glad. Libby. I'm at least glad that she, you have Libby to tell things to, because I'm just in the dark in Hawaii. <laughs> well, like the past couple of weeks, you've been so busy and like the time change. Now you're even further behind. Yeah. Okay. Apologies for not telling you, but now you yeah. know. Now that we've moved to this five hours shindig after daylight savings time, I feel like I'm like in a completely different world. I'm like, trying to talk to everyone no one's replying whatever um well that's good I'm glad you had a great trip yeah I did it was fun so what was your high this week um honestly like I'm having to look to my camera to figure out what I did this week because <laughs> I've been so out of it um let me think so this week I worked a lot this week and I've honestly been working a lot in general but I've been, after I get off work, I've been, like, trying to do, like, things. Because, like, normally after work, I feel like I don't have any energy. So, like, I'll just, like, go to the beach. And I've done a bunch of, like, really relaxing beach days this week because I haven't felt well. I went to, like, a beautiful beach with Nicole on Tuesday. And I went to the beach with Blaine yesterday. And I've, like, taken my book in my chair. And I'll just, like, sit in my chair and read my book. What are you reading? I'm still working through financial peace right now. It's (laughs) a slow-moving train. Well, it's I'm reading the club. Mover. I'm reading the club right now. So if you ever get through financial peace, it's not One like a day. learning book or anything. But I yeah. ten out of ten recommend. I hope I get through it. We'll see. Someone actually commented on my Instagram. I didn't tell you this the other day, but the question box that I did about like what they want to hear on the podcast, and they said that we should start a book club um with our podcast oh, and read with our okay. listeners. 
and that would be so awesome except for Allie would be like, okay, guys, <laughs> welcome to Go Call Your Sister Book Club. I read 45 chapters this week, and I'm like, I read six pages. If you get a Kindle, I'm telling you, I mean, I should honestly be paid by Kindle because I've convinced so many people to get Kindles. I can guarantee you I wouldn't read it even if I had a Kindle. Okay, wait, maybe we should have two book clubs. One can be my book club, and we can read three books a month, and yours can read two books a year. <laughs> it's like, okay, guys, welcome to Sarkar Book Club. We're reading 11 pages this month. <laughs> I made it through a page and a half. <laughs> what everyone, what everyone think about the first page of the first chapter? Yeah, did you have to reread it because you forgot? Me too. Okay. Yeah, so that's why Moving we don't on. have a book club on this podcast. Yeah. Um, what's something that you're excited about? I'll go first. Uh, Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. I actually have multiple things, but that's fine. Take it away. I'm so excited. I'm excited because, well, first off, Sarah Kate is coming in the next few days I'm doing my hair and thank God, but also mom and dad are coming and it's getting so close. And I literally like, I talked about this on Instagram yesterday, but I was walking down the street yesterday, walking to work at like 5 AM. And I was thinking about putting a lay on them at the airport. And I was like, <laughs> like crying. Like as I walked to work, I walked to work and they're like, are you okay? I was like, I'm so excited. I think mom's going to burst into tears as soon as she steps off the plane. Mom's not even going to be able to handle. Like, she's literally going to just die. She might just, like, seize up. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. What about you? We're having the Home Edit Season 2 premiere party next week, which will be really fun. And then um, I'm going to New York next Saturday for work. We have a Today Show appearance and some other fun things planned. Um, But then also Sunday, it's my friend Lindsay's birthday, and we are doing a cocktail class. We're doing it Sunday, like around lunchtime, and we're going to do brunch cocktails. So so I'm really trying to um, get better so I can be there for that. Wow. Shout out, Lindsay. Happy birthday. Um, That's awesome. I am jealous. That sounds really fun. I'm trying to think of what else I've been doing this week. Oh, yeah. I started talking about my move on Instagram more, and it's been Mm -hmm. really fun to see everyone's guesses of where they think that I'm going. Um, Yeah. I love how everyone's guessing San Diego. Yeah. I would love to move to California. Um, Okay. Well, another thing I'm excited about is we've been meeting with some new development companies for Primp. Um, We're getting ready to kind of launch phase two, and I'm really excited about the companies we've met with um, and just growing Primp. That's awesome. I feel very um, motivated right now. I don't know about you, but I kind of go through seasons of life where I'm like, you know, pedal to the floor, so motivated. And then other times I'm just like, uh, I can't do anything. And I feel like I'm in a very motivated season. So I'm sure that has like something to do with astrology or something. So maybe we should get like an astrologist to come on. Well, oh wait, I would actually love that because I would like love to know about people's horoscopes because I I think it's astronomy. Astronomy or astrology? Astrology. Astrology, that's right. I took yeah. astronomy in college. Astrology, got it. Yeah, because I'll meet people. Like last night, I would meet people and they would say, oh, yeah. Um, and I'd say, oh, when's your birthday? And they're like, May. I'm like, are you a tourist? They're like, yeah. And I'm like, okay, I don't know anything about it. I just wanted to ask. I know. And see I really want right. to get someone on because I only know about myself. If anybody knows a good astrologist, let us know. Yeah, I was just talking about being a Pisces today and how emotional I've been. And like, I feel like my biggest thing of being a Pisces is like I 
have a hard time when people are upset like, or people are going through something and I always feel like I either need to fix it or it's because of me and I'm like no people just like need to deal with their own stuff like I'm a Pisces and empath so it's like so hard it's so hard in the streets yeah that is really crying every day I'm <laughs> crying every day I'm like wait are you sad now I'm you sad mad at me? too <laughs> yeah and I was just talking to Perry I was like I just applaud people who can like just be like okay you're having a hard time all right work through it <laughs> Come back when you're better. I'm like, I'll walk you through it. I'll give my whole day to fix it. I'll find a travel nurse in Brazil. Like, I'll we'll make it better. And then I'm like, no, I have so many things to do. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I am not that way. Um, I know I am a fire sign. Three, like my um, sun sign, my rising, and my ascending signs are all fire signs. It's a Sagittarius and then two Aries, which is a lot of fire energy. Are you a Sagittarius? Yes. Oh, I thought for some reason you were a um, Scorpio. I know. Well, I was supposed to be born as a Scorpio, but then I was a week late, so I'm a Sagittarius. So I'm like right on the line. So it really just depends on which one I want to identify with that day. Yeah, because dad is a Scorpio because I was posting Mm -hmm. like hate TikToks about Sagittarius males. I was – you know the TikTok and it's like Kourtney Kardashian. And Actually, I don't know if you've even heard it, but it's like – Actually, I'll play the sound for y'all so you guys can, like, understand what I'm saying. Let's see. This one. It's just never been my thing. Not into it. So not approved by me. And I put, like, Joey King, Jeep trucks, (laughs) flip-flops, black shoes, Sagittarius (laughs) males, silver jewelry, working a real job, country music. And everyone in the comments was like, I guess everyone has been harmed by a Sagittarius male because they're like, Sagittarius males should all be put in prison. I don't think I've ever been with a Sagittarius male. Yeah, it only takes one for me. It's like I just meet one boy. I, I don't I like know them. Who like it was right. Yeah, yeah I'm just like 100%. never again. So yeah, let's get an astrology girl up on here so we can really talk about it. <laughs> we really need to dive in. Well, I have um, I have Bridgerton season two to watch. So uh, let's wrap up this intro. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay, well, we are very excited. Although we are sick, we are very excited to welcome Alden Easter. You might know her as Ace at the Beach. So Alden has not only built up her own social media following, but she works with different brands and companies to build social media followings as well um, with Jaw Social Media, which she started with her sister and brother, which is a really cool story. Um, Alden is just so authentic and I love talking with her. Yeah, definitely. Alden has such a good vibe. She is one of the like OG girls that I followed and loved to keep up with on social media. And I like how she kind of like took a different route by starting Jaw. We're very excited to welcome Alden Easter. I guess now Alden Lopez because she got married a few weeks ago. Um, But we're so excited to welcome her to Go Call Your Sister and we hope everyone enjoys this conversation as much as Okay, Alden, um, welcome to our podcast. I guess let's just start with the first question. Tell us a little bit about how you became interested in social media because I feel like to me you're like an OG Instagram girl that I like loved before I knew you personally. And I feel like I also learned a lot from just like watching you. So just talk about that a little bit if you can. Well, thank you. That means that means a lot. Um, I I got started with like social media when I was 14. So I was really I was really young. I got like my Instagram like right when Instagram was like a thing. And then 
I worked at Ophelia Swimwear down in Seaside and I got to like take photos all the time and just kind of fell in love with it from there. Um, and then it just kind of took off. Like I just always had loved social media. I loved it throughout college. I like, um, was the PR like chair, whatever on for my sorority, like all of that kind of stuff. I was always very interested. Um, and I loved the influencer route. Like I did that for a while, but I really enjoyed like doing social media for like other people. Um, so I just kind of like, once I had experienced it for so long in high school and working with so many different brands, like I just knew when I went to Ole Miss, like I wanted to do integrated marketing communication so I could do something with social media. Like I wanted to make it like an actual job. Um, so I really, I've been on, been on Instagram for a really long time. And like, I feel like a lot of people have like a love hate relationship with Instagram. And like, I totally understand that it can be a very frustrating app, but I've always just been like, kind of just a fangirl of it. So like, I feel like it's where I can be my most creative. So I think from a young age, it just like, always felt like a really good outlet for me to like express myself. I love how we all majored in IMC. Yeah. Best best major at Ole Miss. I'm going to say it. Definitely. Because there's so many things you can do with it as well. But I remember like going to Seaside when I was younger and everyone would say like, oh yeah, like, did you see like Ace at the Beach posted this? And I was like, oh yeah. And like, that's like, was so before influencers were even a thing. It was just kind of like cool girls posting on Instagram. And now it's, it's turned into a huge, a huge thing. But yeah, with IMC, like there's so many ways to so many different routes you can go with it. And I think that it's really cool that you kind of learned the behind the scenes of running a social media. And now you do that for other people. Yes, it was, it was so fun. And thank you again. That was, I loved growing up in Seaside. It was really, really fun to like live there and experience it. That definitely helped a lot. Cause I like was always meeting new people and was so obsessed with Instagram at the time that I'd be like, follow me on Instagram. Like, let's go, like, let's go. <laughs> So I feel like I had a lot of really fun friends from different places. And I think that's one of my favorite parts of it is like, it's like a community. Like, I don't know, like I follow both of y'all. I love seeing what everyone's up to. Like, I feel like I have so many friends just through the app. And even if I don't see them often, I'm like, oh, I know what you're up to. Like, it's just a mm-hmm. good, it's a good spot to like keep up with people and have a actual like a, a virtual community, I guess. Yeah, it's a good connector for sure. Mm-hmm. I want to ask you about this quickly because you and I have talked about this before, but influencing was not for you. You found out full-time influencing was not something that you wanted to do. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Because I feel like people always see influencers on Instagram. They're like, oh my gosh, I just want to be an influencer. But tell us a little bit about your perspective. Yes, of course. So one, before I even dive in, like I think full-time influencing is such a hard job and very much misunderstood. It is so hard. It is a 24-7 grind Um, because I think sometimes people like give a bad rep to full-time influencers or like, mm-hmm. I don't know, there's a people, I mean, people always are judgmental, uh, especially with the hustle 24 seven. Yes. It's such a hustle. And I think it's a very, like, I respect it so much for all my friends who are full-time influencers. I like graduated. I mean, I think one part that made it hard for me was I did it so much in high school. I, by the time I got to college, I was a little bit burned out um, of like the constant grind that you have to do with it. Um, And then I also just realized I'm just one of those people, like I really like to align with like companies I truly, truly believe in. Um, And I started realizing because I tried for the first year after college just to do full-time influencing and I just wasn't really satisfied with it. It wasn't that I wasn't like, you know, doing well with it or like I was still like, I was working with a bunch of brands, but I was realizing very quickly I was 
almost not like selling my soul, but in a way I felt like I had to work with so many different people just to like make ends meet at the time. So I kind of got to a point where I was like, I wish I was doing this for other people. And then for my actual like Ace of the Beach brand, I could do just just what I want and only post like when I really believe in a brand, when I really want to work with a brand, like I can work with them, but I can say no to anyone else that I don't want to. And I do think there's a lot of influencers out there that align only with what they believe in, but it just takes a long time to get there. And um, it's hard to turn down like really big offers when it's like a company that you're like, oh, I don't know if I want to work with this company, but you're like, they're offering me so much. So I kind of struggled with the the grind of it and feeling like I just wanted to post like what made me happy. And like, I was losing my creative flow. Like, I think a lot of girls are really good at keeping up with it. But when I did it full time, I didn't feel like I was being my like authentic self as much. So I decided, you know, whenever, which we'll get into, like whenever jaw happened, I was really excited. Cause now like, I love using my Instagram as an influencer still, but I feel like I can just like kind of be myself on there. And like, when I want to work with brands, when it comes along, I love it. Like I still absolutely love doing it on the side don't want it to go anywhere at all. But like, I can, you know, have my hats and have like, all those fun things going on, but I don't feel as much like pressure. And that was my problem really there was that I just knew it wasn't right for me um, to do. And it is an amazing like people who do it as a career. They're amazing. Like I'm very much applaud them. Um, but I just really liked the other side of it. I still love working with influencers, which is a part of my job. But um as far as full time, I just really like it as like my almost like my passion project, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Definitely. It is a lot of work. And I agree that it can be hard to turn down offers, but you do want to be true to yourself and your beliefs when you're promoting something to your audience, because you don't want people to think like that it's fake or because already it can be hard to you know promote things in a genuine way anyway. So I definitely agree. Mm-hmm. I think that that's really good of you to recognize that that wasn't how you're being your most authentic self. And then I'm, I'm sure that's how you kind of came about starting jaw. So like through that whole thing, I remember actually I was in Alice beach and I think I was maybe a sophomore at Ole Miss and I was with you doing something with, with Ophelia. And I remember asking like, this is right when I started considering doing influencing and I wasn't really making money through it yet. I was still kind of doing like, like product for product posts, like stuff like that. And I remember I was asking your opinion, like, how do I, you know, get paid? How do I start asking brands? And you're giving me advice. And I remember you told me like, I only will work with brands that I really love. And I thought to myself like, Oh my gosh, that's so amazing. Like I want to be like that too. So (laughs) I've always admired that about you. And then your audience recognizes that your posts are genuine, you know? Thank you. Yeah, that was, and I still think there are hundred percent influencers who definitely align with that and do a really good job. It just, it was more the getting started part that I, I think I had already just been on social media for so long that I kind of wanted to like use my creativity in a different way, but I still love, like, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like any swimsuit brands that reach out, I'm like, yes, let's do it. But like, <laughs> I, um, I definitely just more, like, I kind of make it more of a a side thing, but I love that too. Cause I do think the more influencers can align with like what they believe in and like what they support, like the better experiences for like all users of Instagram and those brands too. Like, it's just, it's important, you know, for everyone so that when someone actually buys something that you posted about, it's because like you believed in it and, you know, then they trust you. There's like a trust aspect of it for sure. Yeah. Yeah. 
And I think what you said about it being a full-time job, like it really is. Like I've seen this with Bird and my friends who are influencers. Like it really is. It doesn't stop. It's not a nine to five. You constantly have to be on top of your content. You have to know what all the trends are, what people are doing on social media. It's a lot. It's a, it's a lot. I actually, one influencer that I follow, I follow, I have a lot of favorite influencers, obviously, but um, Helen Owen is one girl that I love because oh, she love has her. a, she has a huge following, but she's so authentic. She like shares her like skin journey, but she did a post sometime of like, you know, I mean, as you know, with Instagram, you can get really nasty comments just from being an influencer. It's like, makes me really sad. Um, it's one of the worst parts of it. I actually have my husband check my DMs before I look at like my, like any DMs, just because even if you like literally tell someone like, I like yellow, they'll be like, you are so wrong. Like, there's just like, yeah, I can't believe you would like yellow. Yeah. Like I feel like there, so she posted like one of her DMs that was like an ugly DM about her being on, um, like a work trip. And they're like, Oh, like your life's so hard. You get to just travel for work. And she was like, you all don't understand. Like, I didn't just like go and like ski all day on that trip. Like I literally was creating content from like 7 a.m. to like 8, like 9 p.m. Like you just don't turn off. Like you don't get to like sit at dinner and just enjoy your dinner if your dinner is sponsored because you have to like take the photos, the videos, all of those kind of things. And I think people just like misunderstand it as like, oh, they're getting all these free things. And it's like, no, they're like partnering because they're promoting it. Like they are a billboard you know like nothing yeah. in life is free no and no. i feel like it's really hard to feel present as well because you're trying to document your life and now there's so many different things like there's instagram there's tiktok people like youtube and you're trying to document your life on so many different platforms but also live in the moment and enjoy like the moment that you're in so that's something that I think too that people don't really understand is there's more to it than just like oh i'm going to post a story and that's something that I've had to work on the last few months too. It's just like being present while also trying to share my life. And it's, it's hard. It is one yeah. of the hardest parts of it. Cause I, I struggle with that too. Cause I'm like, I love to take photos of my dinner and like all of those like small things where I'll be like, Oh, I want to share more. And I'll go on my Instagram. Like, Oh, I haven't shared anything today, but I did all these things I want to tell people about. And I created one rule for myself that's helped is like, I'll take all the photos and videos when I'm like somewhere and then I'll put my phone away and like do it like after we're done with whatever I'm doing. Cause my problem yeah. is always like, I want to get it, like do it now. Cause I'm just a do it now person. <laughs> and so I've learned just like, okay, like if I post my dinner at 10 PM tonight, like no one's going to like care that it wasn't posted at seven when I was eating it. So that's how oh, definitely present is hard with when you're trying to also, you know, share your life on social media. Yeah, definitely. That's something that I've been doing as well. It's like, because I'm already in such a weird time difference. Like I, everyone's going to be asleep either way. So I will get to the end of the night and like Perry and I will just sit at home and like kind of like work together on like posting things and getting things together. And that has helped me a lot because it allows you to like document what you're doing, but still live in the moment and then share it later. So that would be like the advice I give when people ask about that too. Yeah, it's a good one. Well, Auden, tell us a little bit about job media. I know you talked about how you've always loved working with social media and brands. Um, so tell us about how that came to be your full-time job. Yes. So it's actually, it's a really cool story. So my sister, um, who's literally like my best friend, she started Jaw, like it wasn't Jaw, obviously at the time, but she started back in Dallas um, about eight or almost nine years ago, I think. It's been a while. Um, and she started it actually because her husband, um, lost his colon and was like in the hospital for like six months, like a very long time, at least six months. 
um, in and out of the hospital. He's doing great now. He's awesome, healthy, healthier than like anyone I know, actually. Um, but he, um, she couldn't work at her job anymore because she needed to be able to work from home and like be with him and like obviously support him during that really hard time. And so she started draw in Dallas just by herself. Like she got one client that was actually still our client today, which is really cool. And um, whenever he had like recovered and everything, they decided to move down to Seaside, Florida, just to change uh, their lifestyle a little bit, like go to a slower paced lifestyle, get out of the city, that kind of thing. And so when she moved, I was graduating college, um, was trying to go back to Australia, which was like still one day I'll get back there. But like my goal after living there for a little bit when I studied abroad was to go immediately back there. But all the opportunities I had back there were like, just not really like good opportunities. And my, you know, my parents were like, that's not like the best time. Like, don't go when you're going to be like working, you know, 7am till 11pm just to try to like live there. So um, I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do. I tried the influencing thing, all of that. And then I helped her work with like an event. And she like texted me like a, a few weeks later after that, and I was like, maybe we should work together. And like, she still has a text. And I was like, yeah, like, we'd be really good at it. Um, and then from there, we just kind of like, I was like, let's just try it. And um, we tried it. And we called it draw media because of my brothers, like our photographer too. Um, he moved to Denver. So he's like, not like in it every day, but we still use him for photos anytime we can. Um, but we are called jaw because it's Jordan Alden will. Um, my dad growing up always called us jaw. So um, that's where the name kind of came from works out because sharks are my favorite animal too. So yeah. um, it's a great uh, combination, but we really just got started now almost like four years ago. And I like immediately loved it. And since we have like started working together, it's just been like the perfect fit. Like it's, you know, working with a sibling, people are like, Oh, how do you do that? Like I would, you know, like kill them or something, but like we balance each other perfectly. So it's been really, really fun and um, quite the journey. So yeah, that's so amazing. I, I agree. Like I do things and I see people working with siblings and some people are like, I could never, but like I, I'm me and Allie are kind of the same way I feel like, and we're so tight knit. And I know that's probably that I know that's the same for you and your sister. Mm-hmm. So it's like a dream team because you can kind of talk to them in ways you maybe couldn't talk to like an average. Yeah. Like, I totally worker. <laughs> yeah. So what are some of like the pros and cons of working with a sibling? Um, I think like, pro is obviously you can communicate with them. Like you're just saying, you can communicate with them easily, very easily compared to like someone that is like not related to you. Like they've grown up with you. Like they know every little thing about you. They know how you operate. Um, I mean, really, I honestly can't think of a con because we balance each other perfectly. Like obviously we've had our hard times or disagreements or like frustrations with each other, but we've really learned to communicate super well. Um, which has been just huge throughout it. Like it definitely took a while to get used to each other. We're literally complete. We're like very, very similar, obviously, which I'm sure y'all are the same way, but we're also very opposite in a lot of ways, um, which balances each other. But like, I'm a night owl. Like I've always worked better at night. I did um, online high school for some of my high school. And like, I always did my classes and from like 8 PM till midnight and Jordan's like early morning, like gets up at like 6 AM. And I mean, sometimes even like five, eight, she's, she's always up super early getting her work done. So (laughs) 
we're literally just we're opposites so in that fact but we also are so similar like when we talk people are like wait who is talking right now like so um we have i think that's like helped a lot but i mean really the only con is like not living in the same city but we talk so much during the day i feel like we kind of are like with each other um but it's i don't know there we've really kind of learned to kind of iron out the cons if that makes sense so it's always a work in progress so it will never be perfect yeah Allie and i are the same exact way yeah totally like no one can get under your skin like a sibling but then also no one loves you as much as a sibling does right yeah they want the best for you like i don't know there there's no better supporter that like wants you to go further than your family Mm -hmm. definitely could you walk us through like a day in your life of working with jaw media like what was your daily routine of course so it really changes i'm like a travel like i'm obsessed with traveling like i i don't think i can go more than a month without like getting on a plane um so i go back to florida at least once a month um just because one we can get a lot done in person we have a lot of local 38 clients so um if i'm in florida my day is like wake up at like 6 a.m and walk my dogs um little sydney because she lives in florida um and i will walk the dogs get home have my espresso i always drink espresso in the morning it's my favorite thing um and then i will sit down on the computer and if we are together in florida we'll get together in the morning probably by like 9 a.m and go like we'll make like a list each week of everything that needs to get done um jordan is like the organization aspect of jaw i am the like i love the creative parts so she will like we'll have like a good list and we always just like make sure we check everything off each day we do a thing called a brain dump um each week which really helps and it's literally like just dumping everything on a paper of like any little thing we need to do even if it's like you know like delete old photos like anything like that so that we know everything that's on our plate um and then we both tackle different clients each day so like we work together on a lot of projects and a lot of clients but we also have like a few that are more of our own in a way because of just depending on what fits our personalities. Um, so we work together on a few things and then we will work separately. Um, so if I'm there, like we'll do like three or four hours of that, take a break, she'll go home. She has two adorable children that I love very much. Um, and she'll be with them for a little bit. And then I'll probably work on things like reels or anything like creative that we need, like editing photos or planning feeds, like that kind of thing in the afternoons. Um, we try to stay like two to three weeks ahead on everyone at all times. Um, so that's probably part of like the normal daily when I'm in Florida. It's kind of similar in Nashville, except I'm not with her. So like I'll wake up and like we'll talk on the phone first thing and then we'll kind of just divide and conquer. So we just kind of keep like track of a list every day. Obviously, it's very organized and we have an intern program um, that we have that's like we have spring, summer and fall interns. So we check in with our interns often too, and like both manage like different interns. So that's really fun too. So every day looks a little different. Cause like some days I have like, I'm like running a photo shoot and then some days I'm just like at my computer for seven hours. So, um, and some days I like can do all my work from my phone. So it does change a lot. Um, and when I travel, like I just have a computer at all times, like I can work anywhere, which is like my favorite part of being a social media manager is that I am not tied to one place but each day is honestly a little bit different 
I love that. It's so awesome. And it gives you the freedom to travel and be wherever you'd like and still get to do what you love. So what are some trends that you're seeing in social media right now? I mean, I think the biggest one, it's kind of obvious, honestly, but it's just like videos kind of king now. Um, it's been like up and coming, obviously, since like, you know, a couple of years ago when TikTok joined the forces of the many social media platforms. But um, TikTok is like obviously taken over. And because of that, obviously, all the other platforms are trying to follow suit so that they don't like lose their um, audience. So I see like reels are becoming bigger and bigger deal um, on Instagram, like their Instagram's really pushing reels. So those are really important. And then I think just like video overall, like that's what people are interested in. Like, like you were saying, like a day in life videos are like my favorite thing to watch, watch, because mm-hmm. like, they're so entertaining. And that's like, I think people like are craving more connection, especially with like the past few years of, that we've gone through with COVID and videos feel a little bit more um, like real in a way. Um, and I did like a semester when I was abroad and I did videography as like a minor. And so I love that it's transitioning to that because I love making videos and like watching videos and all that goes into like videography. So I think it's a great transition. I do think the only downfall is it's definitely more work than just like posting photos. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. definitely. I want to ask you this because I know that you're a big Instagram fan, like we said earlier, but what are your thoughts on TikTok? Like personally, do you use it or? I'm trying to use it more. Um, I love it because the videos, I just haven't gotten into a good groove for my like personal self. Um, we love it for brands, but we really have been t- telling like anybody that we work with that wants to be on TikTok, like unless you're like okay with putting your face on there and like being actively on there, it's not like going to be worth the time because the thing is like, I feel like TikTok, like it has to be like a face behind a brand or like somebody, like it can't just be like, random stuff like people want to see like tiktok is like i feel like you need like a a face behind a brand or like an authentic person there not just like here's like uh, you know a video of this walk we did or something i don't know so i i feel like that's the one thing is on the influencer side i love it like i think it's great i think it's an awesome platform i'm glued to it all the time i have to like only let myself on it like 20 minutes a day but um, for brands, I think it's a really important thing to get on if you're a company because that's where a lot of people are growing. And I think it's been huge for a lot of like, especially musicians. Um, but I think you have to really, if you're a brand, you have to be willing to like put yourself out there. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. So going off of that, like what are some of your, if you had a, a brand come, or a business coming to you wanting to grow their reach on social media besides just getting in front of the camera, like what are some of your other biggest tips? Um, consistency for sure. If you're not consistent with anything in life, it's not gonna, it's not gonna pan out probably. Like, I feel like that goes with like, like if you want to work out a lot, like you can't just like work out once and be like, Oh, like, why don't I feel different? You know, like you have to, Mm -hmm. anything you really want in life, I feel like has to be consistent. Like I'm currently trying to become a better, um, become, become better at cooking because I'm just not a great cook. I can do very basic things, but I'm like realizing very quickly, like I have to consistently figure it out. So um, I think consistency is really key. Like if you're only like doing random posts and not like trying to actively be present on the social media platforms you're trying to grow on, it's it won't work very well. Um, and then another one is, I think again too, like obviously there's, there's just thousands of like brands and people on social media, like hundreds of thousands. Like it's, there's plenty of um, like, 
sneaker brands. So if you're a sneaker brand, like if you want it, you just need to like be, be your sneaker brand, not try to be like a Nike or like you need to like be original to who you are. Cause there's so many copycats on social media. Like if you want to stick out, you have to do things differently. And I think that's like proven time and time again with any brands that are like the up and coming brands or the brands that grow really well on social media. It's that they're not trying to be anyone else. They're trying to be like who they are. And that's definitely my biggest thing is we have people being like, well, I want to have my profile look like this person's like, no, you need to like have it be yourself. Like Mm -hmm. you can be inspired. I'm inspired by so many different people, but like, don't try to like take what they have and copy it. Yeah. TikTok is amazing because it has the ability to literally skyrocket businesses and companies. And it's, it's also so random, I feel like, because there's really no true algorithm, I feel. But I've seen businesses just like pop off and completely sell out overnight because they made one video that everyone resonated with and then they wanted to support that brand. But I think people get frustrated because it seems super easy when it randomly happens for people, but then people work at it for, you know, months trying to post consistently and they're not really seeing a lot of growth. So I think that TikTok is, I love TikTok personally because I think that I can be more, not more myself, but just kind of more like unfiltered, doesn't have to be very aesthetic. It can be kind of more on the funny side, whereas Instagram is kind of still a little bit curated. You want it to be like aesthetically pleasing. I'm like really big into all my stories looking a certain way and like having pretty filters and stuff like that but tiktok you can just get on in your bed and make make a video and it can go viral and people are like this is so funny so i like tiktok for that reason too and i also have had to limit myself because i will scroll for like hours and get so deep into it it's hard not to but yeah i totally agree i think that's where sometimes brands go wrong they're like well this person went viral and it's like if we can make every brand go viral we would like that would be a goal but like you have to work for it and we've had a few brands we work with like go viral in the past like six months and but we've been working with them for like three years and it's like it just take like it is like you said like that one hit like it, it mm-hmm. takes one time but like yeah there's a brand like kitty and vibe which is like such cute swimsuits and the owner was like is does a really good job with her tiktok and i always look at her because she puts herself out there so much and she spent so many so much time like doing everything she could to promote her brand and then one day like you said she had a viral video and she like sold out of a bunch of stuff and it like changed her whole company's like life, like it changed her life. Yeah. So I think that's like the same thing is like she, no one saw the year of work she was putting into it. They just saw like, oh, she went viral. Like I want to do that. And it's like, well, you have to yeah. just work and like, honestly, like pray for it to happen. Yeah, like, exactly. Right? There's no secret formula. I feel like. Yeah. No. TikTok is so, it's like a whole different breed of social media because it is people on TikTok for some reason are very ruthless compared to like Instagram. Like, Instagram people can be kind of haters in the DMs or maybe like the occasional comment, but TikTok, like people are just unfiltered. So you also yeah. have to be like tough because you're going to put yourself out there, put your face on it, like show people who you are. But then the criticism that you get on TikTok is like a thousand times worse than Instagram. I've, I've learned at least in my experience. So you do have to be tough as well. I wonder why that is. That's like such a... It's so I weird. Because that's one of my... one The one thing I'm like that holds me back from going full force on tiktok is i'm like dang i can hardly handle like getting an angry dm but like tiktok people just are it is very unfiltered like i know there's a few influencers who are big on instagram that try to do tiktok and like couldn't because they couldn't like they were getting so much like hate and i'm like why yeah. is it more I wonder what allows 
that much like I wonder what makes people feel differently on that app. I agree I think it's because a lot of people make like you know fake or like burner accounts and they think they can just like comment whatever because their face isn't on it as opposed to like you know if a girl from like my high school is commenting on my Instagram like with hey it would be really awkward because everyone would be like what what like that's rude yeah and I think it's just the unfiltered nature of TikTok yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's interesting. Auden, well, what are some of your favorite social media apps or tools that you use that you would recommend? Ooh, I mean, I think everyone loves Canva. Canva's great Mm -hmm. because it's simple, um, but you can do a lot with it, which is nice instead of having to like always use like Photoshop and like all of those like big ones that take a little bit more time. Canva's a really good like quick solution. I like use I love the Tez app for filters, but I also have kind of been back on like Visco because I feel like I can like, I don't know, I feel like I can do more with each photo and I like love editing. I also use Lightroom for a lot of my editing. So um, I love anything that's like photo editing still. I mean, I know a lot of people I love the unfiltered thing. And I try to do a lot of unfiltered, but like something about on like an Instagram feed. I just like the look of like the prettiness of like the photos. So um those are some like main ones. Oh, if you're just getting started with like doing Instagram stories, um, I think Unfold is a good app that's like kind of basic and user friendly. But another thing is like, I think people underestimate the power of like just using actual Instagram stories to make it like they have so many fonts now and you can like add a lot of little like details or like lines and everything. I love seeing when like people use just their fonts and make it like like fun. Um, So I do think sometimes those are, a little bit like oh they're not cool enough or whatever but they are I think a really fun way to just get started is just like actually using what is provided um with like social in Instagram or like TikTok like use the fonts they have because they also like they know when you're using their fonts and they know when you're like importing things um which mm-hmm. is uh, it doesn't it does mess with the algorithm which is just like so funny to me still yeah wait wait say that again so what do you mean they know if you're like, importing they know if you like are using their fonts like if you're making a reel like they know and same with like tiktok like if you take a tiktok and try to just put it on instagram like they know that it was a tiktok first like they have like like what you use they have like a way to know and so then they won't promote it as much yeah like if you like we'll see like if you people post like a tiktok with the tiktok logo things like it wouldn't do as well as if they like had the video beforehand without the logo because they can like I mean, obviously, I don't know the details of it, but I know that they I have read a lot about it and they have they can see that you took it from TikTok or wow. Um, same with fonts. So like if you're making something that's like a day in the life video, it's best to use like Instagram's fonts and like even making your videos for a TikTok in TikTok and making your reels like yes. on Instagram. They know like those that messes with the algorithm too. Like they know that you're using their their software. So I think there's like a big push now from the brands to keep people on their app as long as possible so when you're creating a whole video on there like obviously you're going to be on there longer um so doing that versus uploading from like a third and a different app is also a really good tip is to get really familiar with making stuff through the actual app that's such a good tip i had no idea wow the algorithm algorithm whatever it's evil it is. It's yeah. crazy. It was so much more fun like five years ago, but I know we can't have what we used to. But chronological order is back. So that's a nice one. I was talking about this with my friends yesterday, and it is so true. Like, if you edit a TikTok in the app, put the effort, they tend to promote it so much more than 
try and upload it, which is kind of the easier route to go a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. But um, I've learned that I just kind of put all my videos together in Splice most of the time. And then I'll take it to TikTok and add the fonts and stuff there. And then I'll take it to Instagram and add the fonts there. And normally that isn't too bad, but it's crazy. They really do know everything that you're doing. Yeah. I've like, it's so, it's wild what they are able to know, but that's a smart tip, honestly, is like, if you want to use a different app, because they're sometimes much easier to work with, just adding the fonts after is like Mm -hmm. huge, but yeah, they, they know things that it's crazy. It's like, I always say like our phones listen to us with the ads. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I know. I definitely agree with that too. When I'm like trying to find something, I'm like, ah, really looking for a five by six rug with pink in it <laughs> would love if it popped up on my instagram <laughs> someone yeah. sent me a text today about the levain bakery cookies and uh, i'm like you were the most evil person because now i'm getting instagram ads for those cookies and they're my favorite cookies in the world and all i want is a levain bakery cookie <laughs> you ever get the oh frozen foods i love no do they have frozen ones at whole foods they do they're not the same like there's everyone's like oh yeah they're the same I'm like, they're definitely not but like I literally, anytime I go to New York, I'm like at Levain at 8 a.m. Like, oh my God. Well, I'm going next weekend. So that will oh. be my first stop for sure. Oh, take oh a pick. Gosh. I'm going in April and I'm like, I, that's all. I can't leave without it. Um, it's too, it's just so good. Oh, I would love, I would love to go. When are you going, Allie, next week? Mm-hmm. Damn. Wish I could join you. <laughs> I know. Just hop on a quick flight. Oh, yeah. No, long flight. Okay, so Alden, we like to end the podcast with two different things. The first being, is there a mantra or a mantra or quote that you are currently living by right now? I feel like I have so many. Um, But I really would say lately, I've been kind of like, one, trying to really be better at like work and life balance. And I'm always been like a yes man. Like I'm always like, I'll say yes to anything. Like I'm a book a flight anytime person. Like I'll always be that way. So that's kind of my full-time mantra is like, just say yes to every adventure and like, you know, figure it out as it goes. But I think lately I've been really kind of having like more of a mantra of just like balance your work and life. Like you need to have fun and live your life to the fullest. And like, you can still work hard and do that. And I just feel like too, like having better boundaries in general is kind of the way I'm living lately. Like, I Mm -hmm. feel like I'm trying to be better to my, to my close friends. I'm trying to be a better friend to them, but like to people I don't need to spend time with or don't necessarily need to invest in, in, in like in not an offensive way. I'm just learning to say like, no. So I only commit my time to like the people that I need to and like the people that I love. So trying to like have a better work-life boundary is, I mean, it's not really like a mantra, but just like being better at that is kind of like the way I'm trying to live lately. <laughs> yeah. that I was just having this exact conversation with my friend Blaine on the beach yesterday because we're starting to, we only have a few months left of living here. And I've always been the kind of person that's like, yes, I'll do this. I'm a, I'm a recovering people pleaser, as we're saying now. But like, I will always say yes to anything. I'm always down to do like an adventure, hang out. But since we only have such a short like amount of time left here, I'm trying to really just pour into the people that mean the most to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel that can be hard, though, because you want to say yes and you want to do all the things. But you also have to save time for like yourself as well. I totally agree. So the second thing we like to end with is a would you rather, but we're going to do an open-ended question this week. So if you could hang out with one influencer who you follow, who would it be? Oh my gosh, that's, oh, that's hard. But my absolute favorite, who's just like a girl boss, she like is like 
honestly, one of my biggest inspirations and has been since I was 15 um, is uh, Tasha Oakley, Natasha Oakley from Monday mm-hmm. Swimwear. Um, she, I met her when I used to go to Miami Swim Weeks for work multiple times and she was always like the most genuine person. But I just like love the Monday Swimwear brand. I'm like a diehard, like I buy something from every launch, like <laughs> obsessed with them. But I love her and Dev, like Tosh and Dev, both of them. And like, honestly, what, how hard they work, like they put so much into them to into their businesses and they're just so authentic in themselves. But they also do a good job of keeping some parts of their life private on social media. And I really like applaud them for that because they have such a big like, um, like community of people who follow them. They're really good at the balance and they like really just don't take like crap from anyone. Like they, when they like call out haters and like, they've just built a really authentic community with Monday Swimwear. They finally created swimsuits that like fit everyone so well. Like I always tell people if they struggle with finding a good swimsuit, like that is one that will last and all that. But I would just love to like hang out with them, <laughs> like for mm-hmm. literally for one hour, I would be like satisfied for life. <laughs> Definitely. I, this is a hard question. I feel like I say Molly May Haig. She's like this UK influencer that I love from Love Island. I say her in every episode and we talk about like influencers or celebrities, but another one would be, I don't even know her for her real name, but average fashion blogger oh, on I've TikTok seen. and Instagram. I don't know if you guys have seen her. She's so funny. I would literally, I feel like I would just like cry laughing the whole time. And then um, my third, sorry, I didn't in 30 parts, but um, Amber Filler Up from oh, Barefoot her. Blonde. Yeah. She's, I've like been obsessed with her since I think I was in like middle school. I would read her like actual blogs that she'd post like every week I would get on there and like, Oh, she posted a new one. And now she's just such a like badass mom. And she comes to Hawaii a lot. And I always get so like fangirl. I'm like, Oh my gosh, she's here. But I know I haven't seen her. So I love her. She's awesome. I buy a lot of her products from her like day. Yeah. Day. Yeah. Yeah. She is. She's, she's great. She's a big, I feel like she's another really authentic influencer. Yeah. Yeah. And they've been doing it forever too. Mm-hmm. Mary Lawless Lee has always been my favorite. I just love following her. She lives here in Nashville. I just I, I love her, her content and I just think that she's great and she's growing her business with Happily Gray and I just think she's so cool. But I also I don't know if this counts as an influencer or a comedian, but do you guys follow Celeste Barber? No. She is the funniest. She is actually coming to Nashville this summer at the Ryman, but she um posts these videos like mimicking celebrities on instagram and it is the funniest thing like definitely follow her she's hilarious i'm gonna go look that up but i have to go back to mary i love her she is one of the most genuine influencers i've ever met and spoken to or been around and i think i agree with you she's like works so hard and she's also a mom and like she does a really Mm -hmm. good job of balancing both but i her style is such an inspiration too like i love following i love her style yeah and i love that she's just like dresses however she wants where she like she doesn't I have this problem that like Max has been telling me to get over like where I'll put together an outfit that's like really cool and out there and I'm like oh no like I don't want to be too much and he's like Alden you're not too much like you you can be whoever you want like you don't need to care if someone I'm like well I don't want to be stared at when we go to dinner and he's like it doesn't matter like (laughs) to wear the thing and I think she's so good at like wearing what she wants anywhere and always like putting together really cool outfits and I love people who are like fully good at being completely themselves and put themselves out there. 
Yeah, I love how she has just balanced like being an influencer, having a business, being a mom, being a wife. Like I just she does all the things very well. It looks like yeah, I love her. Yeah, I think everyone those are all good ones. There's a lot. I'm, I am an influencer person. I think I like to keep up with him. I always talk to Ali. I'm like Ali, have you seen this by this person? She's like who? And I'm like Ugh. another one I love is sincerely Jules. I think she is uh huh so cool. She oh, I don't follow her. She just has really, really good outfits. Um, she's like been in Miami for a while right now. And she just, I love all the like vibrant colors. I love Miami. And so I just like, like I'm wearing a suit, a sweat set right now from Bandier that was made by her, like a collab. She always does really cool collaborations with people and she doesn't reveal a lot on social media. So it's like a different approach. Like she puts her outfits on there and doesn't really like do any, like doesn't talk or like do anything else. And I kind of like that she's just like, almost like a mood board for like inspiration for shopping <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah uh, a different approach so I would like to talk with her because I am like I don't know what you even like I would love to hear more about you because you don't put enough out there that I know I don't even know where she lives because like right now she's in Miami but then she's in LA and I'm like I want to know more I'm, I'm yeah. invested. mystery I know I get so invested oh I'm wait I do follow her I just looked her up I really like her stuff yeah, she's great, and she does a lot of, like, collabs, and all of her collab, like, anything I've purchased that's from a collab has been really good quality, and I think that's kind of sometimes hard to do. hmm Yeah. I find myself getting so invested in the influencers. I'm watching, like, a 20-part series on, like, their mom's surgery. I'm like, why am I this invested in this person? Like, I don't even know this person. That so. happens to me all the time. I'm like scrolling through someone's stories and I'm like, oh, I have to watch this. Like she just posted and Max will be like, hey, we're eating dinner. And I'm like, okay, but like I have to know what happens. Like, Yes, yes. Uh, anyways, well, Alden, thank you so much for joining us and just for sharing about your journey and jaw and everything. I'm, I was so interested to learn too because I've seen you working – in doing jaw for so long but i love hearing the backstory i love the name thing that was my favorite i, know, I didn't, I didn't know, know that y'all's name that's, that's awesome it's so fun yeah it's it's really it's fun that it's like a family family thing like we i feel very blessed to have like a family that i can work with so thank you all so yeah. much for talking with me and thanks i want to hope to see you walking around the neighborhood soon yes yeah. we're so close <laughs> first podcast check it off yes Done. <laughs> and thank you for letting us be your first podcast we really enjoyed I'm, it I'm honored I was so excited I love that it's two sisters because I'm so close to my sister so this was yeah. like the perfect fit sisters are the best always. they are they are the best always <laughs> um okay right, well thanks, thanks Alden. Alden love you Allie